Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. My name is Ralph. Uh, Ralph McLeod, I'm an improv teacher and performer based in Toronto. I uh, own and am the, am the artistic director at the uh, SoCap uh, Comedy Theater on 154 Danforth Avenue, second floor and third floor above the Black Swan Tavern, where we do improv classes and shows uh, all the time. <clears throat> um, yeah, and I've been an improv teacher for 30 plus years. Like 30 plus years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh my God. Crazy. Anyway, uh, talk about various app topics and things relating to improv and especially how improv can be used to enhance your everyday life or I mean, enhance is a good way of putting it or change your defaults. Uh, if there are things that you do in your everyday life that you're upset or fed up with and you want to change things about that, improv is a, is a really good tool for looking at, at ways to uh, change behavior, um, learn new skills. Get out of your comfort zone is something that people say a lot when they come to my classes, but my feeling is I don't want to get out of my comfort zone, uh, but I would like to push up against the edges of it and expand it so that I broaden it and that things that might have one point lie, lay or laid lane outside of my comfort zone are now within it. Um, but there's, a, there's an expression, seeking discomfort. I like that because that's... Um, Improv allows you to do that in a safe way. Um, you know, try out things that we can't do in real life, but we can do on an improv stage. You know, like being entitled, acting like a spoiled brat, being a narcissist, yelling at somebody. It's really fun to, honestly, to get on a stage or in a class and yell at another human being in a way that there's no intent to be mean. But it's just really, really fun. It's also really fun to get yelled at in a way when it's, you know, it's not real. Anyway, today um, I wanted to talk about uh, how improv can help with conflict. You know, dispelling conflict or tension with the use of humor uh, or, you know, handling <clears throat> different kinds of scenarios. So I had a student um, a couple years ago. Uh, who came to me and she was uh, a woman in her, I'm going to say, guess, early 30s. And she had recently started working at a company, a smallish company, and most, um, actually all of the senior people that she worked with were all men who were 50 and up. So here she is in this, you know, youngish, young, not youngish, young, 30-year-old uh, woman in a room with good old boys and uh and she came to me and she said well the problem is <clears throat> that they get in that room and they kind of just don't even acknowledge that i'm there and so they'll talk about things that are uncomfortable and i was like yeah sure i totally understand that you know uh being of that age uh, I, you know i understand that uh you know the world has changed a lot and and some people you know, I think, in my opinion, some people have changed a lot, but there's still a long way for those people to go, or some people to go. Anyway, the point is, she was uncomfortable, and that's fine. I'm mean, fine in that that's her point of view, that's valid, and so that has to be she dealt with, and she was like, how can I deal with that? And uh, my advice to her was, uh, well, you, we have to call it out, what's going on, the thing that's making you uncomfortable. And the one thing my advice 
is to avoid is somehow blaming everybody else uh, for your discomfort or being accusatory or in, in any way that will make people defensive. You know, a good way to deal with this is through the use of, of humor. So what I suggested was uh, the next time that you're in that room and they're there and they say something, you know, just say uh, something like, hey, you know, everybody, like, we're all men here, right? And smile and say it in a way that points out the fact that you are not, uh, and, and that you're not all men. And by saying, well, we're all dudes here, right? So, and, and that way we can all have a good laugh. They can all have a good laugh about it, but it does resonate. But it, so it calls out attention to what's going on, but it in no way shames anybody or accuses anybody or puts anybody in a defensive position. It's more... Um, in, in, you know, by using humor, by using good nature, by also like eating it yourself, like I'll take the hit. So everybody, no one feels pressured or under the gun or anything like that. Um, I can make my point and then we can all learn from it and go for it. So she tried that and she reported back to me that it worked like a charm, that we had a good laugh about it. We had a little discussion about it. And after that, things got much better. People were more um, I guess aware of when I was in the room and were more careful about some of the things they said. Great. Um, I myself, so that's using humor. Uh, also the use of yes. Uh, yes and is a great way to dispel uh, conflict. In my own life, uh, at one point I had moved into a new house and um, uh, the previous tenants had emptied some of their contents and had left it on my yard and also what was my neighbor's yard. And I had literally just moved in, uh, just unloading the rest of the truck. And then this knock came on the, my door. When I say a knock, I mean a bang. Like this guy was banging on my door. And I opened the door and I said, hello. And this guy was, uh, it was an old guy and he was very unpleasant. And he was just like, look at this. This is not right. And he was like gesturing and pointing to all the stuff that was on his lawn. And, you know, he wanted me to do one of two things. Yell back at him. Or cower and say like, oh my God, you're so right. Oh, whatever, what can I do to make this up to you? So that's called complimentary behavior. Like it's a compliment. So compliment in that, uh, not a compliment as in like a nice thing to say to somebody, but it's expected. That's the expected response. If someone comes at you, yell. The expectation is either you'll yell back, go to hell, or you'll cower. Oh, hey, you know, uh, what can I do to make it right? But there's another way to, to respond to that. And that is the non-complimentary way. And it's to say yes. And I was like, you know what? You absolutely are right. You have a total point. You're right. That's that's garbage. That, you know, this is wrong. And I pulled out my cell phone and I said, uh, do you want me to call the police or do you want to call them? And then we'll sort this out. And he just went, uh, no, no, uh, it's all good. It's all good. It's all fine. No, no problem. And he went away. And that was the end of that. And a couple days later, the old owners came and cleaned up everything. And it was fine. I never heard another word from him. And after that, the guy treated me like a sweetheart. You know, because when, when someone comes at you and they, they're yelling at you, they're rude, whatever, what do they want? They want to upset you, right? They want to affect you in some way. And so you just say, no, nope, you have no power here. You can't affect me. So, and yes, we'll do that. So if someone says, you're a real jerk, you're like, you betcha I am. You have no idea. <laughs> what kind of a poisonous person I am and 
often will just disappear because they don't know how to deal with it. Uh, I, I've had lots of, you know, times in my life when people have been rude to me and I just look at them and smile and go like, uh-huh, sure, tell me more. I mean, the first thing that is, is it just dispels uh, the tension because the person is yelling at you is being is reacting you're reacting to them in a way that they're not used to and they don't understand what's going on and so they feel very unsure and so they tend to just go away now when it comes to conflict just in general improv is is great for dispelling conflict uh for a number of reasons number one one of the hallmarks of improv is listening so when you listen to somebody who's upset or has it has conflict you know my, my feeling is maybe they have a point Maybe they have a legitimate problem and I should listen to it. Uh, maybe not, but I'm going to start from there. Okay, so I'm going to listen, right? And then depending on what it is, if I want to agree with it, I'll say, yes, I hear you. Um, and then let's, let's deal with this together. So let's take your problem and let's make it our problem and we'll solve it together. So another hallmark of improv is empathy, is understanding other people's journeys. The journey of someone else who's not like you at all and sort of and and while you could never really to use the native american expression walk a mile in another person's moccasins you can at least you know appreciate or understand in some way that that you know that is how they might feel about something that something might be difficult or challenging okay all right you know or someone that comes from a very different background than you it's just understanding okay my experience is not the universal experience there are different viewpoints so empathy so first we listen and we empathize we try to say yes yes is a default uh and then the other thing about making the problem our problem is that we're now thinking about solutions not focused on the problem we're collaborating in a way to solve the problem and that can handle a lot of conflict or, or rudeness or uh, anger that can really go a long way. Because really when it comes to anger, mostly what people want is to be hurt or any kind of emotion. And another example of my life is um, you know, I, I have a nine-year-old daughter when she was five. She came to me and she said, Dad, I don't want to go to school. And I said, why? What's going on? And she said, well, I'm scared. Now, most parents in that situation would, would gaslight their kids and say, there's nothing to be scared of, right? That's what we would say, because from us, there is nothing to be scared of. And we've had an experience, and but, but what we're saying to them is that your experience is not legitimate. Your feelings are not legitimate. Your viewpoint is not valid. That's gaslighting, right? We're telling them that what they feel is not accurate or right, that we know better. Uh, so what I said to her was like, yeah, of course, school is terrifying full of adults there's that kid that bites oh my god it's it's a it's a, it's a walking uh, war zone that place anyway she laughed and said daddy you're silly and i said get your coat and we went to school i gave her a chance to be heard i validated her feelings and you know and and that's all she really needed was to be heard and to be understood and listened to and i didn't argue with her and then i took her to school and we were a bit late because uh, that took some time and the principal asked her why she was late and Loni, my daughter told her well i don't want to come to school because i was scared and the principal said there's nothing to be scared of and i wanted to throttle her because 
you know, we, we gaslight people all the time. And I mean, and we do it with the best of intentions. It's not like parents who say to their children, there's no monster under your bed. You know, the, it comes from a good place. We're trying to, you know, calm them. We're trying to ease them. It's the same with friends who are distraught, you know, who are going through a breakup. And we say, there's lots of fish in the sea. Like we're trying to make things better. It comes from a good place. But what we're saying is that your feelings are not valid. And that's, uh, that's not helpful. You know, when, when people call up crisis workers and they are distraught, you know, the crisis workers don't say, you're full of baloney. There's, you know, life is great. You know, don't, uh, don't do something rash. They're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's tough out there. And it is tough out there. That's absolutely true. But to tell people that their feelings aren't valid is not helping anything. So improv, when you get on stage, you get in my class. You know, that's a, that's a big thing we focus on because it, it, it tends to happen where two people are in a scene and, and character A expresses some opinion. You know, I feel like you don't love me anymore, right? And, and most improv students, most scenes, the reply to that is, what are you talking about? Of course I love you, mm, right? We gaslight other, and so in improv, you get a chance to not gaslight, to listen and respond, not to change someone's mind, but to accept the way they feel and then deal with that, right? I feel like you don't love me anymore. Response, well, that's because I don't. <laughs> well done, you figured it out, you horrible person. So you can accept it and play like an evil person, play a villain or a narcissist or high status. These are all options. Or you can accept it and play low status. You know, I feel you don't love me anymore. I'm sorry you feel that way. Let's Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. What's going on? Let's work together to solve that problem. That's the empathic route. Also works very well in an improv scene. It may not be as fun or as full of laughs, uh, you know, or it doesn't lead to yelling at somebody, but it's still a very legitimate way to deal with that. And improv will let you role play all these things to come in and deal with conflict, to be an aggressor, to be someone who's attacked, to, to reply back with yelling, or to re reply back by, by showing weakness you know, doing your defaults or the opposite defaults and then also trying the parental way or the non-complimentary way is a way to dispel uh, tension. Um, speaking of non-complimentary behavior, <clears throat> you know, you'll see this, you know, with uh, stand-ups, the way they handle hecklers, right? That's what, that's what they'll do. And so you can use non-complimentary behavior in a way to uh, shut down conversations, to open it up, uh, improv will show you how to respond in a way to get people to like you more or to not perceive you as a threat. And by threat, you know, now I mean a threat to the ego. Anyway, this has been another episode of the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. Hope to see you again. Bye.